Okay. So we've talked history. We've talked product placement a little bit. <laughs> what else is out there? What else? What are some other things that um, you feel have been a little bit overzealous with the cancel culture? Celebrities has been a, a big one for me because I don't, you know, I know we've talked a lot about that, but I don't know these people personally. Um, the entire world seemingly all of a sudden jumped up and said, oh my God, Johnny Depp is a horrible person. Take him out of everything and erase him entirely. He's just the worst. And now the entire world is looking at the Johnny Depp thing going, oh shit. Everybody's like, my bad. bad. (laughs) (laughs) I was a little off, I think. (laughs) Sorry. 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 Maybe maybe we might have jumped the gun on the whole J Depp thing. This is the Beards and Bros podcast. On behalf of Jew, Joe, and myself, Tim, enjoy the episode. Yeah. Uh, so and, I think that's and, a perfect example. That's the of that. issue is, is you have these people who will jump on a bandwagon because somebody told them they should fill away. You know, Johnny uh-huh. Depp, he's a bad person because he did XYZ. Here's well, a text Johnny Depp's just a bad person. Here's a text that Johnny Depp sent Amber Heard. Isn't he just the worst? He that is appalling. Let's just yeah, and then you Johnny find out Depp. that it was after she she cut off his finger with a liquor bottle, right. you know, or shit on his pillow, you know. Yeah, she did all that, but he said bad words. And again, know, well, and again, text listen, I don't, I don't know these people personally. I don't. I'm not in the. You know, I only know what I hear, what I see. It's all here. Yeah, that's a fan. Wasn't that a big thing during the trial? I was about to say it's all hearsay. Hearsay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I only know what I see and what I hear and what I'm told. I never jumped on that bandwagon because I didn't have enough investment in Johnny Depp's personal life to make a, a, an opinion one way or the other. It'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. wow, what a piece of shit. I enjoy the movies that he makes. Right. That's all. I think the thing is, is, you know, and like I said, it's the whole, you don't have a logical thought for yourself until someone tells you, you should feel away. You weren't offended until (laughs) you now all of a sudden you feel away. Right. Right. Now all of a sudden you feel away because somebody else told you and you didn't even look or you had no idea what was going on. Like all these people that were ready to put Johnny Depp up on the cross now we're going, okay, let's go ahead and take Johnny down. Sorry, Disney, buddy. Go ahead. Disney owes <laughs> Johnny Depp huge. Yeah. They canceled him and kicked him out of Pirates Fast. of the Caribbean and everything like that. Fast. And he did nothing wrong. Like, he was the victim. Now, now Disney's like, ah, we will, uh, we're, we're going to make another Avengers movie. You know? <laughs> and I'm not just talking about him specifically, but I also want to take time you, to address what you kind of like what you just said. It's not that I feel, you know, again, I don't know that relationship. I'm sure Johnny Depp wasn't perfect. I'm sure he did some horrible things in his life, said some even more horrible things that he maybe wishes he wouldn't have said or done. I don't know. Right. I'm not saying that, you know, that was all one sided or anything. Um, it's just, it's funny how everyone just all of a sudden just was like 
trash Johnny Depp. And now they're like, oh, wait, oh, maybe not. Yeah, well, let's pick up Jeremy and dust him off. He's okay now. Uh, oh, that's, sorry about that. Wow, well, we got a little excitable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if I was Johnny Depp, I'd be suing all these companies after everything's all said and done and getting paid. Yeah. Maybe he'll use it as an experience to learn and, and do better, hopefully. Like we, you know, like I've been talking about till I'm blue in the face. Yeah. I mean, so this, this Johnny Depp thing seems to be an issue where, you know, it was it was false accusation, right? That's where so now Amber Heard's gonna take the stand tomorrow, I think, and then that's a whole other ball game, which I'm sure we'll see a thousand memes and TikToks about. But um yeah. you know, what about situations like, and I know you guys don't watch this show and it's hard for me to, 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 uh, to admit to it, but, uh, (laughs) Amanda and I, we watched the bachelor and the bachelorette and the, the, the host Chris Harrison, um, was basically, Mm -hmm. he decided to step down because he came to the defense of one of the contestants or people, one of the girls who basically, I hate to use the word win, but was chosen by the bachelor to be his, you know, fiance or whatever. She went, got a rose. Yeah. She, yes. She (laughs) went to what's called an antebellum party, which is held. in. in, Yeah. Well, yeah, it's held at a, uh, like a, a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't remember. Plantation. Plantation. Thank you. Um, and they dress in period clothing and, you know, it's a big soiree. They have food and all that stuff. Now, let me ask you. Yes, I'm sure this girl was educated in school and should know that being at a plantation to begin with is probably sketch. Uh, <laughs> but then to, uh, you know, depends on why to, you're there, you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, you know, those houses were huge and, you know, people have probably bought them and renovated them and things like that. But, um, you know, for the purpose that she was there was this antebellum party. Now you probably have to do some research to even understand what that means because I had to do it and I'm still a little weird on it, but all I know is that it's, it's not good. Um, right. it, it's a reference to slavery in the South and whatever. Uh, I'm and that's glad why you we- brought this up. Cause remind me when you're done. Cause I'm glad you brought this up. This brought me to another thing about the whole cancer culture thing, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so that that, you know, the whole reason that word in general is bad. I mean, you know, <laughs> Lady Antebellum is now just Lady A because we don't know what the A stands for. Uh, That's who to talk about. But OK, yeah, OK, yeah, we're um, going to talk about that because they're they're assholes. But, right. Yeah. Continue. So then this, you know, Chris Harrison comes to the girl's defense on on television and, and it, like does this uh, interview with somebody basically says like the girl probably didn't have a clue as to what was why it's a bad thing uh she just mm-hmm. got, had an opportunity to get dressed up and go have food at a, at a, at a plantation and not didn't think twice about it and i i kind of believe that a little bit um and then he is forced to he forces himself really to step down which i'm sure they said it's probably a better idea if you just leave either you do it or we're going to do it yeah. for you my personal opinion is I don't feel like it should have happened. I don't like, even if it was his decision, he, he shouldn't have done it because it, there was nothing wrong with what he said. I, no. he was like, I was insensitive. I'm like, why were you insensitive? <laughs> like, You didn't go to the party. You didn't dress up. You just said, Hey, look, this girl probably didn't know what was going on. You didn't you know? do it. You just said something. You just voiced your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And then it cost this show. It, it you know, a host that it's had for 20 some seasons 
and you know he's out whatever amount of money but he ended up getting like a ridiculous amount of money from them to even step yeah, down got, uh, yeah i want to say it was like 60 million or something crazy like around that, there, just like to walk 50, away from it million. yeah yeah and you know and now this guy you know, he he probably will never work again because of it unless time passes and, and somebody's like yeah we'll give him another shot somewhere down the road um but man like that kind of stuff where it's not even so much he said something really negative he didn't call anybody anything he didn't use a word he shouldn't have used he just basically come he came to the he defense of someone he got crucified for voicing his opinion yeah or just defending some 20 year old girl who probably had no clue why why it was a bad thing and now right the best part is is that she and the the bat and, and another reason this was bad was because the bachelor was was a black man uh, at, you know, who, you know, and, you know, he had a problem with it at first. And part of me wants to say he played it up a little bit on the show just to make it seem like he had a problem because now they're together. Like he was able to right. get past it. Right. So what I wanted to talk about was the whole Lady Annabellum thing, the band, Lady Annabellum. So mm-hmm. they said whenever everything was going on with cancel culture, they were like, you know what? We understand that the Lady Antebellum name is offensive. So, so we don't offend anybody and we don't want to be racist about it. We're going to change our name and we're going to change our name to Lady A. Fast forward, they find out that there is an artist out there who for years has been using the name Lady A. So what's Lady Antebellum do then? They try suing the lady for the name so they can use it. And she can't use a name that she has used for years before Lady Annabellum decided they were going to do that. Oh, and BT dubs, the lady that they're suing is African-American. So you changed your name to Lady A because you felt it was racist and offensive but you're going to take the name away from an african-american lady who has used it for years because you don't want her using it because you want to use it so what's worse you know using a lady antebellum name or suing the african-american lady for her name like now you you you're trying to take this lady's identity away from her. Mm-hmm. You know? So who you're you're saying you don't want to be racist, but you you're you're doing something kind of racist. <laughs> you know, three white people with a lot of money are saying, Hey, we're taking your name away because A, we can, and yeah. B, we have more money than you. So the word antebellum literally is occurring or existing before a particular war, especially the American Civil War. The Latin term ante is before and bellum is war. Mm-hmm. So before the war is <laughs> what it means. It's all so interpretation lady, now. Lady before the war. <laughs> yeah, lady before the war. That's what they should change their name to now. <laughs> well, I mean, I get it. You take a certain word and you then you know you kind of interpret it in, insert your yeah. way or it's that now it's just it's okay it was used in order to discuss things in the civil war so automatically bad taste in the mouth 
you, you give it this persona of whatever because of how it's being used or whatever. But in like in an instance like this, the word doesn't really even it's not offensive itself. It's just the meaning behind it, the 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 hidden meaning behind it. That's not even really the meaning of it. You know, if you look at the actual term itself. So I don't yeah. This these are the things that drive me a little crazy with this stuff. Is it's like mm-hmm. it's just like we had talked about earlier, somebody gets a, a finger up their butt about something and they're just okay, I got to change this because, you know, it bothers me or I want to be the, the better person kind of thing. And, and okay, I can tell you that the only time that I ever used the word antebellum was when I talked about Lady Antebellum and I'm not a huge fan. So therefore I didn't really talk about them that much. So. Right. So, right. you know, right. yeah, it, it's, I, don't I was know. today years old when I found out what that word meant. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it, I had to go look it up, and I'm like, okay, what's what it does it mean? And then right. when I found out, I'm like, well, this is stupid. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, how, how about things like um, Pepe Le Pew, where the skunk kisses the arm of another skunk, who, by the way, happens to be also a cartoon, not even real but never asked for permission. And then all of a sudden people were like, well, we can't, we can't have that. But we're still playing call of duty where we're killing people. <laughs> or <laughs> I think now grand theft auto, where you can literally kill a stripper or rape, kill or, a stripper. You know, yeah. Right. Certain, certain Looney tunes now air with apparently a disclaimer that says, you know, uh, these the views and opinions um, that these cartoons represent weren't okay in their time. Um, they're not okay now, um, but to present them in anything other than their original form would be doing a disservice to you know whatever. Basically saying that if we're just ignoring that this was ever a thing, we're being a part of the problem, which goes right back to what we were talking about earlier. You should talk about things like that when you made him say hey looney tunes used to be wildly racist sorry about that guys let's not pretend that it didn't happen absolutely talk about it talk about the offensive material talk about some of the ridiculousness and the racism and all that shit um so i don't think the disclaimer is a bad thing but to transition into what you guys are talking about specifically we're getting up in arms over a cartoon skunk mm-hmm. let me ask- i know what you're saying. like it's Fudd doesn't have a gun. Did either of you ever walk up to any girl after you saw that and try to kiss their arm and speak some weird French to them? Relentlessly. I know I didn't. (laughs) I I know I didn't. I I had no. Just as much as I didn't pretend like I was G.I. Joe and went out and tried to shoot Cobra either. (laughs) I did pretend I was Hulk Hogan a time or two, but that's besides the point. No, I can't say because of Looney Tunes um, that I was ever influenced to do anything like that. And I think it's it going along with what I said originally. I you know I stand behind that for certain things with those cartoons, but Pepe Le Pew for God, I like I get what you're saying, but come on. Yeah, it, it, it's weird because you know whenever we were kids, we never thought of that. Like, we never looked at it that way. We just saw that it was a cartoon that, you know, he was French and, you know, 
XYZ. Okay, cool. He's a porn ball. He smoked a lot of cigarettes. That's the, the impression I got as a kid. Right, right. Like next, I, I I didn't care, you know. And now you have all these people. Well, that's that you know, he was he was a creep, he was this, he was that. Looking okay. back on it, they're not wrong, but I mean it is a cartoon. Looking back, they're not wrong, but like my my thing with all of this cancel culture is, is that we are so selective with it that we're not consistent across the board. Like, you know, the, like these people that are like, oh, Disney, Disney is bad for kids. And, okay. you know, well, they've, been is, grooming, they've been grooming is, people and Disney's bad and Disney's this. And it's like, what is, yeah, you're saying, what does it do? Again, what does it do for the entertainment industry? Not just Disney, but everybody stand up comedy is on the brink of, 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 you know, they're in jeopardy of what do they do? Who do, how do they make a living but how do you in that's, 2022 that's different well how are you a comedian a stand up comedian improv comedian whatever in 2022 with cancel culture you're going to offend somebody you're going to piss somebody off you're going to hurt somebody's feelings you're going to say right. something appropriate you're going to say something offensive what does that do to to no. entertain as a whole right but my thing is like with the whole disney thing it's like you know Oh, my kids this, my kids that, my kids this, my kids that. They, they're not going to watch Disney anymore. They're never going to watch Disney. I'm canceling Disney Plus. But yet your kids still has it's their cell phone, internet access. Right, right. And playing their Call of Duty. And you're not worried about that. Mm -hmm. But you're worried about Disney and canceling don't, Disney Plus because Disney bad. I'm not saying like, that there's no level of accountability on the content creators behalf there absolutely is uh, a responsibility if you're putting content out for young children especially you know there's a there's a moral guideline there that you know maybe we we shouldn't put out this or maybe we shouldn't be influencing kids to do this or say this or there is some level of responsibility there ultimately is what i'm saying but what your kids are absorbing the content that they're getting is your responsibility, not anybody else's. So I was just going to say, it is not Disney's responsibility to parent your children. It is your responsibility to parent your children. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want your children to watch that, change channel. Yeah. Make them do something else. Don't watch and let, it. And let it's not Disney's job to say, well, we can't put that out because we might offend Susie Snowflake over here or or, or Billy Joe Bob parents, over here. Let other parents, let other people make that decision for themselves. If you feel like it's something that your child should not be consuming, do something about it. Speak your piece on it, whatever. But let other people give other people the opportunity and the freedom enough without judgment or criticism from you, from your couch, to do the same for their kids. It might not be what I agree with. It might not be what I would do, but I'm not parenting your kids. I'm parenting mine. Right, right. Let me parent my kid. You parent your kid. <coughs> Timmy. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm on board with what you guys are saying exactly. I mean, I, and I also think that if you teach your kids the difference between right and wrong, they can watch things like that and not get themselves into a pickle later in life because they right. well, I saw it on TV so I did it you know no I saw it on TV it was whatever it was 
but you know, my parents taught me to, you know, understand this is entertainment. Um, I typically don't. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I I like stand up comedy. I, I will, I watch them every once in a while. Now I used to watch them a lot more recently. I probably haven't been as, as uh, into it as much as I used to, but I recently, I did watch, start watching the Dave Chappelle uh, Netflix one, the last one that he did. And it's, uh, he doesn't hold back. The people off. He does. He did. But I mean, if you really watch it though, he, he approaches things and he he'll say like, look, I'm probably going to make some people mad about this and he'll say it, Mm -hmm. but he'll also kind of say, okay, I'm making fun of it, but that doesn't mean that I don't support it. You know, like, and I, I'm fine with that. Like, great. If you make up, he probably donates a ton of money to whatever, you know, he's, he's making fun of at the time, you know, I, you know, right. he, he's got plenty of it to do that, but you know, he's, um, I don't like, you can't, you cannot take comedy away from life like that. Like you need to be able to laugh at things in order sometimes to cope with, or get past things because shit happens, man. You know, things are weird. Look, I completely support the fact that somebody might feel, uh, you know, like they are a man as opposed to a woman, but I'm also okay with people making a joke about something as long as it is not directly at someone about their appearance or whatever, but just in general, like Chappelle makes some jokes about transgendered individuals. And, and uh, I thought it was freaking hysterical, but he's also like, I'm cool with what you want to do with yourself. That's fine. But I'm right. probably going to make some jokes. about it. <laughs> you know, but- it's, it's just hard because, you know, people get very upset now and, and well, I don't know <laughs> when I'm allowed to find funny anymore. Yeah. You know? Right. It's hard to right. like, I feel like I'm, I have to I'm watch those things. Person. I laughed at this joke that Dave Chappelle made about uh, homosexuals. Mm-hmm. Cancel me. You know what I mean? What yeah. am I allowed to find funny? That's what I'm saying. I feel like I either have to watch those things on my own or with people that I know won't judge me for laughing at that, you know, and I shouldn't feel that way. Like I shouldn't feel like that's my only options to have entertainment is like, Oh, I can't do it. If I, you know, if so-and-so is going to be there because they're going to feel some sort of way about it. And it's like, now I got to be careful about what I'm saying or doing this. And, you know, just because I say something doesn't always mean that I mean what's behind it at times. It could be just a joke. Now I'm, I'd say myself, I'm pretty, I'm pretty laid back in that sense. I'm not usually someone that just comes out and says something crazy like that. Every once in a while, something slips out and I'm just like, Oop, I said it, Uh, you know? Right. Right. But, you know, it doesn't mean that I, I just because I make fun of it or poke fun of it, it's sometimes a coping mechanism or it's a just a way to kind of to get the to bring some levity to something that is very serious. And I understand the severity of it that, you know, and people don't understand that sometimes. And that's unfortunate. But so, uh, you know, how are we feeling? Anything else that we want to talk about? when it comes to cancel culture. I mean, I feel like there's just so, so much out there. I think it's it, so little time. There, <laughs> yeah. I think there's, there's a lot out there. However, it's, I think it all falls under the same umbrella of 
it's very subjective mm-hmm. you know to where we're, we're canceling one thing but we're not canceling another thing and they're the same exact thing like we're being very selective with what we're canceling you know we'll cancel one but not the other or we'll cancel this but we won't cancel that and they 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 co and coexist with each other i think that's what makes it hard though with the whole cancel culture subject is that yeah we could sit here and talk about it for days however it's all encompassing with the same you know ideas or stuff like that it's you know racism is bad yes however we're not canceling all racism we're canceling this one or this one or this one we're ignoring (laughs) this one this one and this one right you know you know so I think it's very, like I said, I think it's very subjective as to how we interpret what should be canceled and what's not. Well, then and when I, you I, decide, as far as racism is concerned, do you go on a never-ending hunt for people who have ever said one racist comment in their entire lives and then dig it up and then cancel them? You know, where do we... So here's, here's my question. At what point... Do you cancel it to where it's making a difference? Or or what what level of canceling is enough? You know, at what point do you go, okay? Or will you ever come to that point where you go, okay? And here's the other thing. No, if if you know now that you're never going to get to that point. Don't you think that we should change something? Absolutely. And you can't, and here's the thing, you can't say, well, yeah, we should change being racist. You're never going to do that. Right. You're never going to cancel all, you're never going to cancel all racism. It's never going to happen. So what's your plan B? I think cancel culture acknowledges the bad. Um, It's punitive. You need to, pay consequences for you need to answer for these things that you said six years ago you need to answer for this thing that you did 30 years ago it's punitive without the opportunity it's incomplete it's punitive without the opportunity for growth or it's, but my know. thing is is we know we know racism is bad we know that we don't need to we don't need to do you know we i don't need to i need to be told <laughs> cancel somebody or be told that that's bad i know that's bad yeah but and it, why why do i have to cancel xyz's tv show mm-hmm. that doesn't end racism can you imagine not having all in the family right oh, my. oh so, god yeah that would never you know, fly today <laughs> and you know what you need and you know what spun off from all in the family the jeffersons which was another very popular show back then and it was all about a black family. son yeah those shows had a purpose right they were trying to show people like hey look first off it is it's entertainment right we all know actors are actors they like to act but at the same time they were you know norman lear who was the person that like created these shows were he was creating these things so that people could say oh you know i'm taking a look into a family who obviously you know with all in the family the lead character there he you know he was he was a racist right and they were you know working it out with him trying to make him see 
you know, what was what. And, you know, even though he couldn't quite change himself, at, at, you could see there was some compassion there at points, you know, in those situations. But what about what about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yeah. He, you Bel-Air had Jeffrey, Prep, right? was the butler. Right. Jeffrey was a butler. Yeah. Uh, he was in Bel Air prep where they were the only, one of the, you know, very few black kids that were in the, in the actual show. And that's interesting because if a black butler, if that had been a white family in that house and Jeffrey, the, you know, the black butler would have been there on that show, that would have been completely different. Shut yeah. it down. Right. Shut right. it down. So Joe, you brought up the, the word can't or consequence and, and oddly enough, um, I don't, I don't know the first person, but Sonny Hostin and then LeVar Burton came up with that uh, they feel like cancel culture should be renamed consequence culture. I agree. It, it absolutely is. It's, it's it should be restru- every action. Every action has a consequence. Mm-hmm. Right. This happens it, that it's catching up to you now. Yeah. And it should, it should, if, if it warrants that. But then there are those situations that don't need to warrant a consequence because it's like in in the word cancel culture, should there be a consequence? Because we've been using syrup of Aunt Jemima, who unfortunately was, you know, <laughs> basically well, my, created my after is, a slave woman, right? You know, my thing is this is that's like me going upstairs right now and grabbing dozer taking him outside rubbing his nose in a pile of shit for shitting on the floor five years ago yeah well he's gonna look at me like yo yeah i don't know what this <laughs> you know what <laughs> the fuck is going on you did know? i black out again you know <laughs> right right but that's that's like me doing that you know like my mom whenever i was a kid if i ever screwed up at the grocery store or anything like that my mom would whip my ass right in the grocery store one time we were at GB's in Johnstown and I had acted a fool. I don't know what I did, but I did something stupid because my mom beat shit out of me. <laughs> and this lady's walking down the aisle and this lady yells at my mom. And my mom says, look, if I wait till he gets home and I discipline him there, he has already forgotten what he did here. Mm-hmm. I could tell him a hundred times what he did. He's going to look at me and go, well, why am I being punished for it now? You weren't mad then. And you're telling me you were mad then. Then why do you discipline me there? You know, my mom always said, if he fucks up here, he's going to get fucked up here. You know, <laughs> I mean, well, that's what it boils down to. Suppose it's a situation of something somebody did that they didn't get, you know, that, that there was no um, repercussions for that at the time. Um, they got away with it, so to speak. Whatever you want to say there. How do you handle that then? Should they ne- should they not have to face any consequences for that? Because that was ten years ago. I don't think maybe that's not the way we handle it. But also, like, they don't need to pay for that forever. Depending on what it is, maybe it's something that we can absolutely. We should acknowledge that. We should talk about it, and then we should put it to bed. And then there are other things that we, maybe we decide. Hey, this is the this is more than just a, okay, we talked about it. They took accountability Mm -hmm. um, and it goes deeper, you know, depending on what it is. People grow man. Uh, no matter what. I mean, I'm not the same person that I was 10 years ago. I'm not the same person that I was a year ago. You know, it's, 
And you don't ever owe anybody an explanation uh, for wanting or choosing to grow or do better. Mm. I don't care if you didn't do better yesterday or a month ago or a year ago or 10 years right. ago. I don't care if, you know, art. What kind of person are you today? Right. Not, not to get too philosophical, you know, our journey through life, I feel isn't a straight line. It's not a path. And I'm, I'm borrowing a lot of this from a meme I saw recently. It's a spiral. A lot of people look at it as a straight line, but you need to start looking at it as a spiral when we continuously come back to things and we are always given the opportunity to look at things a little differently than we looked at them before. A man who views the world the same way at 40 as he did at 20 has just wasted the last 20 years of his life. Right. You're always going to learn and have new experiences and grow. And you always have the opportunity to revisit something you had an opinion on before, some way you acted before, something you did before, something you thought or perceived this way. And you always have that opportunity to change that. And you don't owe anybody an explanation at any point in time for, for choosing to do that. What you choose to do with your life is your choice. Right until it affects somebody else's life then you have to be ready for the repercussions on that sure you know it's, everything has accountability you know, for but they don't accountability have to that's what i was going to say but they don't have they're, to be taken accountability does not mean you have to carry that forever you know it uh right you know, but you do need to understand that somewhere down the line it could come back to bite you in the ass sure you know, I think the problem that we run into is that there's a lot of people out there that feel like someone's choice is affecting them in some way when it isn't. If like, like when people get all up in arms about a trans athlete, right? I still to this after this, that episode, I'm still on the fence for whatever reason it might be. However, I am still believing in myself that it does not really affect me. So whatever, like <laughs> it's not changing my day to day. It doesn't mess with anything in my life right at this moment. So mm. I'm, I, but there are people out there. It was like, well, it's not right. And I was like, but that it's not really messing with you. Are you still going to get up and go to work tomorrow? Are you still going to win? I mean, I'm not, but at least <laughs> a lot of these people wouldn't even know that happened until they read it on social media. Yeah, I mean, and that, even like when when uh, when Bruce Jenner came out as Caitlyn Jenner, people were like, "Well, he was a he was an Olympic athlete." It's, well, he was, and now he's a woman. Whatever, right. I don't, you know, I don't know him. I'm not related to him, and in no way is his decision affecting my life. So, <laughs> nope. But and like I said, it's like with these away, people who very these people who came out and was like, "Well, that person should be in that swimming tournament." But yet, if you wouldn't have known about it, what would have it affected your life? You'd have no idea. They had no effect on your life, had no effect on anybody that you probably even knew. Yet, you're getting all upset about it, and it has no effect on you. There are bigger things in this world to worry about. Hey man. There's bigger things out there tomorrow for you to worry about. Like, But you're worried about some person deciding, hey, you know what? I identify as a woman. I'm going to compete with the other women. 
and it still has no effect on you. It's just you have an opinion. That's fine. Everybody's allowed to have their opinion. Like I say about opinions, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. Some of them are shitty. Some of them just plain stink. <laughs> no, I I totally agree. You know, um, and I'm just speaking from personal experience. I, you know, I have shared opinions on things in the past that I don't feel the same way about. I'm allowed to do that. Yeah, you are. You are. Everybody out there listening, it's okay to have a different opinion today on something than you did. You know, if you had a, a certain opinion, for People example, change. Caitlyn Jenner, when that all was a thing, and you don't feel the same way anymore, you can talk about that. Is okay. Yeah, I'm, I'll be honest with you. When it when it first came, I was just like, "What? <laughs> What's happening now?" And then I was like, "Okay, whatever," and I moved on from it. Yeah, it was at the moment. It was a story. I was like, oh, yeah, let me see what's going on. And my initial thought was like, well, those poor or that poor dude got, you know, all kinds of jacked up from those Kardashians. And now he's he's like, I'm just I just want to be a whole different person. (laughs) I would be, too. Yeah, right. (laughs) But I mean, you know, again, it's his decision. I don't care. But and I think that's what we run into these problems. His life. Yeah. 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 We run into these issues where, you know, her her life. Excuse me. Yeah. These these issues come up people get all upset about it and it's really probably not affecting them in any way you know most of this stuff some yes i can see where some of it is but most of it isn't and it's just another way for people to make noise at times and it's like okay are we really focusing on the things that we really a lot of will gets the oil yeah well and i think a lot of people you know something's not affecting them directly um, and they feel the need to share an opinion or they're all up in arms about it mm-hmm. because it's affecting a cause they care about or a cause is important to somebody else or right. a social injustice they feel is in need yeah. of fighting. Like, I get that. I do. It's just, we're not doing, we're not going about stuff like that in the right way. There's also the opposite end of it where you have the other side who they get all kinds of butt hurt because they decide to take uncle Ben off of the box or the land of lakes girl off the box. And they're just like, well, this is ridiculous. I don't buy that, but it's like, who cares, man? Did you really like, can you not find the rice now? Because uncle Ben's face. (laughs) I think a lot of people feel that they feel like they're fighting these huge social, social injustices by participating in cancel culture centered around a lot of things because they're told to, you know, and you have a lot of that fake woke culture going on where, hey, we're doing the right thing, but we have no idea why. Yeah. But everybody said that this is bad. So take it down because we're <laughs> doing the right thing. I, I put that on here. It, what people thought that woke meant. Nobody answered it. It had been seen by six people, but decided nobody to answer. And the only I joked around with it a little bit like the first one was just got up. Uh, and then the actual, I put the actual meaning of it with what Webster's dictionary has, because it is now Webster's dictionary, uh, but alert to injustice in society. That is what, what woke really kind of means. And then I also put still trying to figure it out, but I'd me, find it a little differently. Yeah. It's like people get upset about the word, like all oh, woke, woke culture. And I'm just like, yeah, it's a stupid word. I get it. But it does like, there is some meaning to it. That Absolutely. I get, I understand. Like you know, wake up, pay attention to what's happening around you, you right? Know, and 
and that's the that's the issue. But then they just they again, there's get nothing the wrong with the idea. There's nothing wrong with the idea behind being woke, but it, a lot of it is fake now. Yes, yes, a lot it of it's is. for attention. It's yes. and yeah, it's a silly, ridiculous, stupid name, and we're all we all got sick of hearing it immediately. It, it's, there's just such a negative connotation behind hearing woke. It just makes you want to just lash out irrationally mm-hmm. immediately. As soon and, as I, you hear it. <laughs> and I think the thing is too, is that you have these people who it meant something a long time ago, but we have diluted it and, you know, get woke to find it for our own purposes that now when you hear it, you're like, Oh God, here we go. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, because of that reason, because it's it doesn't it it doesn't mean it doesn't define and it doesn't interpret the way that it was meant to initially. Now it's all like I said, it's all subjective. Mm-hmm. It's how do how you feel isn't how you should feel. You should feel the way that I feel. And the sad part about that is, is people are drinking that Kool-Aid and running with it. Yeah. The other sad part about that is, is that other people know that they can do that. You have all these people that have these social media accounts or have these platforms and they're going on Facebook and, you know, and, and I bring his name up all the time. Graham Allen, who is a fucking douche. <laughs> I think the last time comes we were out, Alan was in our suicide prevention awareness episode. Uh, Simone Biles, I think. Oh well, yeah, because have- he said Simone Biles yeah. owed the United States a gold medal. I, I remember you feeling very passionately about him then too. Yeah, he's a douche canoe. And if anyway, you haven't heard that, um, by the way, but you have, that yeah, you have people like Graham Allen who come out with these videos and. It, it, it blows my mind when he comes out and he spews. And then I read down through the comments. Then the people are like, yeah, Graham, that's the way that I feel too. Or yeah, that's the way that I'm glad. I'm glad you're here to tell us what's going on. Graham Allen is the only reason he's making videos is not. It, it, it's so he can get more people to watch his social media shit. It's the only reason he's there. And I love how he every time he releases a video, it's breaking news, or this is one of the most important things I'm going to say to you today, or it's going to be the most important thing that you ever heard. The next words out of his mouth are, please make sure that you hit the share button and then click this link over here to support our sponsors. Why are you here? Are are you, you here to inform the people of what's going on? Or are you here to get click the share button so I get more people and then click my sponsor here so I can get more free shit? And then the next words out of his mouth are, I need you to hit the share button because Facebook is removing all of our posts and the Facebook algorithms don't want us telling you what you need to hear today or what you need to hear with this. He's right, about, he's right about the algorithms, but that's not the reason why. He wants to manipulate the algorithms so that you see more of his content. Right. <laughs> he makes it sound like the Facebook algorithms are removing everything that I post. No. Here's my question. If Facebook is removing all of your posts and censoring you so bad, 
and you know it, why the fuck are you still here? You're still here posting videos. Fighting injustice. Right. It's that fake wokeness. It's that fake, you know, oh, they're removing all of my stuff. No, they're not. They're not removing your shit. And number two, if here's the thing. If I go in my kitchen right now, grab a butter knife, shove it in an electrical unit, it shocks me. Okay. Tomorrow, I'm not going to go out to the kitchen, grab a butter knife, and shove it into the electrical outlet to see if it's going to shock me again. But like, you if might. you're saying that Facebook is removing all of you, I might, you never know. Yeah, no, Facebook, if they're removing all your shit, you wouldn't be here. You're still here. You're still here posting. You're still here spewing your bullshit. Yet, Facebook's the bad guy. Bullshit, no. bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Yeah. 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 I think so. there's a lot of people out there, um, you know, that try to drive the narrative just to either profit or create havoc for the, the fun of it. Uh, or, you know, I mean, I looked, if, I mean, if you really think about it, that was all pretty much done for this when they stormed the Capitol, right? They drove this misinformation from things and all these people were sick and tired of all these things that like they're not taking my guns. Like who who the hell said they were taking anybody's guns? (laughs) Like, you know, I'm telling you now, and I tell people this all the time at work, because as you guys know, I sell guns for a living. Um, I have all these people that have come in and go, I need to get me a gun so I can defend myself when they come to try and take my guns telling you now the united states government is never going to come and knock on your door and say we're here for your guns you know why because they understand the amount of people that will lose their lives if they decide to do that mm-hmm. and then you have the people out there going well they did it in california ia you're <laughs> right they did it in california notice they didn't do it in pennsylvania west mm-hmm. virginia North Carolina, South Carolina, didn't do it in any of those states. You know why? Because if you knocked on some redneck in Bedford's door and went, hey, Bubba, we're here for the guns that you have registered here in the United States or here in the state of Pennsylvania. We're here for those guns. Bubba's going to go look at you and go, y'all wait right here. I'll be right back. And about three minutes later, you're going to hear, <laughs> and somebody's going to have a bad fucking day. I went to high school with Bubba, there. and you're right. That's exactly what he would do. Nice fellow, though. <laughs> See? Yeah. But they're not. I did actually go to high school in Bedford. <laughs> like, I tell yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I tell people all the time, like, they'll come in and look for ammunition, and they're like, oh, they're not making ammunition like they used to because they're afraid of us getting up in arms and having all of our guns. And then you have this other guy that says, <laughs> you know, I bought two boxes of nine millimeter ammo. This makes me have 10,000 rounds of nine millimeter. Okay. Number one, they are not making less ammo. There's not an ammo shortage. There's an idiot overage. Okay. Number two, if you have 10,000 rounds of nine millimeter ammo, you are only giving the guy that's going to shoot you from long range, like the United States government. You, if, Here's the thing. The United States government is never going to knock on your door 
if they know that you're nuts and you have guns. They're going to take you out from about a mile away. You're never going to hear the bang. If you you hear the bang, you're never going to hear the second one. Mm -mm. That just means that he missed you with the first one. He ain't going to make the mistake twice. (laughs) You've only given the guy 9,900, and if you're a good shot, 96 9-millimeter rounds because you're not going to defend yourself with a 9-millimeter against the United States fucking government. They got tanks or any invader. (laughs) Right, right. The other thing is this, and and, and I say this and and, and people laugh, but it's, you know, these assholes that are bragging that I got myself 19 ARs. I got 14 shotguns. I got one in every room and I got this many rounds of ammunition. If there is ever a zombie apocalypse, I know where I'm going. You'll never see me though bragging like that puts a target on your back you dumbass right. <laughs> like yeah like these yeah. these guys come in and they you know they they start spewing and you know i i i shot four deer in my lifetime and i'm gonna take on the u.s government because i'm a good shot <laughs> good luck yeah, yeah. <laughs> good luck buddy Yeah, I think there's, again, there's just a lot of people out there just trying to create issues. They're using things like this, like going either using woke or going against woke or, you know, cancel culture in general to, to again, drive the narrative, to create issues, create havoc, to get their story out there so they get more attention for it. And it's, it, the the fake stuff is hurting us more than the real stuff because it's, it's making people feel like they are, you know, having things taken away from them or they feel threatened in some kind of way. And that's going to, that's going to bite us in the ass at some point if we Mm -hmm. can't get it under control. So I don't know. The whole meaning of it, of, of the whole cancel culture stuff, like I said, it is so, it is so far away from what it was meant to be that it it's lost. It's lost its steam. It's lost its meaning. It's lost everything. It's lost. It's lost its credibility. Right. I should say right. plus right. credibility. I agree. So I agree now, uh, you know, I'm sure we're probably coming to an end here soon, but do we still feel like there's a place for it? Does it need to be renamed or, you know, maybe sit back and really dissect it more by, you know, <laughs> I don't even know by who anymore, because who, who really is the leader of this at this point, but um, do we need to rethink it a, a little bit to make it make sense? Uh, or do we just say it's going to go away at some point, which it will. And then it'll come back 20 years from now with something else. But uh, you know, what, what do you, what do you guys think about that? Cause personally, I feel like, I feel like it's just going to go I, away and then it'll come back at some point. I think that we need to call it what it should be called and handle it the way it should be handled. And that is accountability. Mm-hmm. Straight up accountability. People don't like that word. People don't like being held accountable. No, they do. Or if you tell somebody, I'm going to hold you accountable, that's bad, bad, bad. Yeah. I think that's why we came up with woke or cancel culture or stuff like that, because there were there were bad words and there were there were there were hurtful words and there were mean words. And those mean words are consequences, accountability, and standards. 
So we, we changed it. We changed it so it's not so scary. We need to get back to calling it what it is, holding people accountable and consequences for your actions. Yeah. Regardless. Take ownership. Take, take ownership. ownership. Right. Yeah. Take ownership for your shit, you know, be, but be held accountable and accept being held accountable. That's the second part of that. You know, everybody's actions have consequences and accountability should be had. And when you take away consequences, take away accountability, what do you have left? You have anarchy to where people do things and expect to get away with it. And if I get away with this, now I'm going to try and get away with this, or I'm going to try and get away with this. And if I get away with this, I'm going to try and get away with this. It's a never ending cycle of bad decisions on top of bad decisions. Yeah. And if you're piling all these bad decisions on top of each other, when I get to the top here and then you realize I did all this other stuff, how do you hold me accountable for this when you never held me accountable for all of this? You can't. You can't. Joe, what do you think? Don't say what was the question. <laughs> um, I think that um, cancel culture, whatever, you know, woke, whatever. Um, I think there's good intent behind most, most all of it um, and that it's just not being done the right way. Absolutely. Again, you know, for however many times I've said it, you should, you should be held accountable for the things you say and do. I don't care how long ago it was. Uh, if you said or did something uh, in the past that maybe doesn't align with the person you are today or the person you're trying to be, um, I think it's important to talk about it. I think it's important to acknowledge, not to erase or act like it didn't happen or to hide. Um, we talked about, depending on what it is, you know, the circumstances behind it. Um, I don't think that that's something then that you have to carry around forever. Somebody digs up something on you um, from 20 years ago, uh, some things you said, whatever. I don't think, uh, yeah, absolutely. Accountability. Hey, I found uh, that you said this really awful, hateful, mean-spirited, like just horrible thing. Um, let's talk about it. You know, not just oh, blah, blah, that was that was so long ago. This doesn't excuse you from ever saying it. There is a conversation that needs to be had, um, and you do need to take accountability and have those uncomfortable conversations um, and answer for things. And, and, and there should be consequences. Um, the the question is just. To what extent? Um, I think I think that there's good intentions behind all of this. I just think that it's gotten way out of hand. Mm -hmm. I I don't disagree with what you're saying that there are certain things that if you know if it's brought up that yeah you should be held accountable for you should take ownership of and on the other hand of that though too as the other side of it if you like. If you knew me and, you know, 
30 years ago, I said something stupid about something. I'm not, I'm not going to make anything specific because I don't want, you know, someone to think that I'm like referring to anything because I'm right, right. It's just, right. A, it's just an, a random thing. And then, you know, 30 years later, here we are and you hear, hey, Tim said this. And, you know, you say, hey, man, I heard that you said this and did that. I think we should talk about it. Like, yeah, let's talk about it, whatever. It's it's brought up, you know, I'm not that same person. And and most of the time that, that happens, right? We know that we've moved on, we've adjusted, we've grown as a person. On the other end of the, I'm going to take ownership and accountability, <laughs> there also has to be a, a certain level of forgiveness that goes with it too. Because you go, okay, you know what? It seems, you know, I know you now, you're not that same person. I forgive you for it. I'm not saying forget it, but I am definitely saying right. forgiving it. And I think a lot of times when those conversations don't get had, um, you hold on to this whatever about whatever person, you know, the target of this. Um, in your own mind, you prevent them the opportunity from ever being anything else in your mind other than how you see them because of that. Mm -hmm. You're mm -hmm. completely boxing them in forever in your mind and completely denying them the opportunity to ever do better. And that's how you develop one, one, you know, waiting for the other shoe to drop mentality. Yeah. Uh, I know this about this person, right. you know, it, just wait, it's mm -hmm. coming, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then, and now I think what happens is that person at some point just goes, well, they're expecting it anyway. So I'm just going to do it. Exactly. Yeah. And, and they give right. them that. Right. Yeah. Yep. All right. How, do we feel good about everything? We we good to go? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree. Yeah. And this again, we say this pretty much every episode. This is opinion. This is my yeah. opinion. Tim's opinion. Opinion. I know everybody listening to this is going to feel wildly different from one another, and that's mm -hmm. okay. That's why we have this show. That's part of why we're talking about what we're talking about today. Um. You know, if everybody's thinking the same, then is anybody really thinking at all? We're, we're going to have varying opinions. It's okay. Mm -hmm. We can still get along and talk about it. Yeah. Yep. I, I think we just need to, to say, you know, to those individuals that feel possibly completely different, be open-minded, do your research on things, understand that, you know, people can get better or also understand that things that really are not affecting you are not really affecting you. Um, so just live your life and talk about those accountability conversations, that ownership. And I think that, you know, we can get past some of these things and move on. Uh, and I'm sure it'll come back at some point. Like I said, I feel like it's just like, you know, clothing, it all comes around and I'm still waiting for hyper color to come back. Cause I really want to wear one of those. Shirts. But <laughs> It's like I said about the journey's a spiral, man. You know, I'm yeah. not going to feel maybe the same way I do about this exact topic five years from now as I do today. I don't right. know. Right. Exactly. Yep. All right. Well, if that's all, then let's go ahead and wrap this sucker up. Uh, hey, 
we still have polls on the Facebook page, uh, the group actually for Beards and Bros. And I, I know I shared it on my Facebook page. So if you guys haven't yet, if you can, um, that would help be helpful. And for those listening, if you see it, share it as well and answer. Because even though we have talked about it, um, it doesn't mean that we can't revisit it or at least just get an idea how people feel because it's always good for us to get a feel for our audience. Um, I know. People shared feedback. Speaking of that, a lot of people shared feedback with me. I put some uh, uh, feelers out on social media to get some opinions on what we were talking about tonight. I didn't get to get to any of that, but I do plan on, um, you know, if you guys want to participate or even I can just do it on my own, doesn't matter. Uh, I want to put out a, and another thing episode discussing, yeah. you know, people's thoughts on, you know, everyone that took the time out to to reply and, and share how they felt. I appreciate you guys. Um, and definitely go go participate in those polls because even though the episode is wrapped, we can still talk about it. And we definitely right. want to know how you feel about this. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Answer the polls. I'll, I'll, you know, if I don't get a chance to meet up with you, Joe, I can do my own version of it and just talk about the polls and how things are kind of progressing with that. Um, you know, I'll be active on Facebook. I have some time coming up so I can help with some of that stuff. Definitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, Tim's you know, free for a couple I'm, days now. I'm free for 22 weeks. <laughs> Vacation all yeah. I ever want. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, no, I, I will. I hopefully will not be free that long. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'll I'll get some stuff out there. Remember to check out our Facebook page. Remember that we have uh, we have a Twitter account. We have Instagram. We're all over the place. Yeah, we have a website, beardsbros.com. Um, you know, it, and that'll link you to any place that you want to listen to the show, Spotify, Apple, uh, iHeartRadio, all the good stuff. Um, you know, these are the episodes I think for myself, I always look forward to because we get into really good conversation and, uh, you know, we all sometimes have, maybe have a different view or point of view about it. But I think what's nice is that we can all kind of come together at the end and understand, that even though we might have slightly different views, we all have the same basic understanding of it and, and want things to be better. So I think that's always a bonus and hopefully our, our audience out there feels the same way. Um, so, you know, check us out, give us some feedback. You know, you can comment on uh, on the, the polls, I believe as well. So, you know, if not, then, you know, just when we put a, a, a post out, I'll put a post out so you can comment on it. We could read through a couple of those. Uh, th these are the episodes that we really want to hear from you because um, this is, uh, you know, we're, we're not the only three people in the world, even though we like to think that sometimes, but <laughs> sometimes, yeah, you know. No, um, in closing for me, guys, thank you so much to everybody who continues to uh, show us support. Um, thank you for checking us out, listening to uh this episode and if you haven't heard any of our other episodes maybe this is your first one or maybe you've only caught the last few um they are all available on any of those platforms tim was uh, so awesome enough to mention uh go back and check them out and talk to us we're listening i promise we are listening and we want to talk about it we want to know what you have to say so thank you guys all keep being excellent to each other and um that's enough out of me yeah, I mean, I think this is a good episode. Um, and like I said, it's just it the whole cancel culture thing. Like I said, it 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 boils down to accountability and consequences. You know, be more mindful of what you're doing. 
Be more mindful of the people that you may offend. Be more mindful just in general of how you conduct yourself. You won't have to worry about being canceled or cancel culture or anything like that. I know people are going to be out there going, well, you know, if they would have just felt this way, people are allowed to feel how they want. You know, I I have my opinion, you have your opinion, and it doesn't make me more right or you more wrong or me more wrong and you more right. This means that we're human beings. We have opinions on things. That's okay. You know, so just like, like Joe said, you know, just continue being excellent with each other and just, you know, be mindful of what you do, be mindful of your surroundings and just be decent about things. You know, it's not that hard. It really isn't, you know? So, um, yeah, other than that, uh, Penguins are going into the third overtime right now. Jesus. Wow. Good they're thing waiting, I work late. To, good thing I work late tomorrow. Yeah, yeah me too. So, yeah. <laughs> now, Timmy, yeah, Timmy, yeah, you got that honeydew list. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, yeah, I do. you you work for Honeydew Unlimited right now. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a dentist appointment in the morning. Ooh, yay. Uh, so, um, but, all right well then uh we will be in contact and uh thanks thanks fellas thanks to everybody listening and we'll we'll see you on the next one see you on the next one go pens bye, bye. <laughs>
pretty good p- bullet points throughout this episode where we try to stay on track, but you know, in true bros fashion, we, <laughs> we tend to go off in these little tangents, but I think that's what makes us fun, right? Um, giving our points of view and things like that. But, uh, you can see, you know, that we, we, we start with political issues, um, and, you know, we'll work our way through equality and, you know, racism, religion, all those different things that could affect our global community. Uh, the things that are currently happening in the world with Ukraine and Russia, uh, with China, with North Korea, um, and all the other things happening in the world uh, that are affected by issues that hold us back from becoming a better planet. And, you know, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. And uh, I, I look forward to hearing feedback from you guys. Um, and we really would um, like to see how you feel and at least take a vote so that we can talk about it between now and the next episode um, and before our next uh, or bef- and we can talk about it between now and uh, between part one and part two. And then, you know, before our next episode, um, which, you know, we could potentially talk about one of the things that we kind of touched on in this one. So uh, we're looking forward to kind of branch off and give us some other some other topics. So uh, which is easy to do with us. <laughs> uh, we always say, I mean, this could easily be its own episode. So um, check us out on Facebook. Go to the Beards and Bros Facebook page. Don't forget that you can listen to us on multiple mediums. You, you're listening to one now. Share it for us. Share it on your Facebook pages and your Instagram, TikTok, whatever it is that you use. Let them know. Word of mouth, tell people. Um, the only way we'll grow is it by your help. And we, we appreciate any help that we can get. Um, and, uh, you know, just uh, keep doing what you're doing. Keep listening. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. On behalf of Jude, Joe, and myself, Tim, have a great week. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to this episode. We'll see you on the next one.